Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. Um, you might have seen the stories this week, uh, over the weekend, talking about uh, something that was uh, it was in the provincial budget from last week. A uh, line or two in there that's caused some distress in our province's agriculture community, or has it? We're going to get to the bottom of this right now. Crop insurance premiums are going up 60%. Uh, in the budget, the province says that increase needed to, quote, raise the crop insurance fund balance back to the level recommended by actuarial evaluation. So, um, seems like a pretty big hit, 60%, right? So what's going on? Um, can we justify that? We're going to speak with Nate Horner now, who of course is Minister of Agriculture and Irrigation and the MLA for Drumheller, Stetler. Um, Minister Horner, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Shay. Glad to be with you this morning. Yeah, so that's 60%. I mean, that's a, that's a big number. It's a bit of a headline. What's going on there, Mr. Horner? Well, it's not true, Shay. We better, we better start there and, and, uh, and clarify a few things. So the the sixty percent number it showed uh, a budgeted estimate from twenty twenty two to a budgeted estimate in twenty twenty three. So it really it really showed about uh, uh, two years worth of growth in the in the agriculture commodities over the last two years. So what we actually expect a, a more relevant thing to quote would be we expect a 22 percent increase from actuals in 2022 okay we are we are expecting an increase but nothing like 60 percent okay so the budget doesn't say 60 percent or the budget does say 60 percent you have to you have to read the context around the words it says the from the budgeted amount in 2022 to the budgeted amount in 2023 so there was there is a lot of estimation that goes into this so what I would say is the 60% represents two full years. What what our people can expect is the 22%. We already we've already we've already seen the 38% growth in in the last year. Okay, so 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 the first year took care of about half, a little more than half. Next year is going to pick up the other third or so. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so it, it's even more complicated, Shay, because what uh, what an actual farmer would see. So when you when you go into AFSC, you're going to take out your spring insurance. It's all about um, what you grow. Almost almost all of this increase is directly correlated to the increased value of the crops you're growing. Uh, for example, this year hard red spring wheat is a 17% increase over last year, whereas something like feed barley is only 9%. Uh, yellow field peas, uh, two to three percent. So it really depends what you're growing. Some farmers might not see much of an increase at all. Okay, so and I think that that makes pretty good sense. I mean, if if the crop that you're growing is worth more, the insurance to insure that crop is going to cost more. But is, is there a breakdown? Is that how much? Like, is it fifty percent of the increase that farmers are going to see is based on the fact that their crop has gone up that much, or you know, because there's there's other factors, you know, in trying to restore the balance of the fund and make up for lost ground. So, so what's the breakdown percentage wise in terms of how much is because of the increase in value and how much is you know just accounting? Almost, almost all of it is due to the increase in value. There is, there is kind of an adjustment to your premium rate. So the, the way the formula is built, you have your, your area rate, then you have your individual historical yield, 
and and you have your premium rate. That's what gives you your insurance rate, and then you have your coverage, the type of crop you're growing, and then you can elect a few different coverage levels. Uh, so those those are choices. Within the premium rate, there is what I would call kind of a, a growth factor. So if the fund is is depleted or below a sustainable level, uh, this this growth factor will kick in, and it's capped year to year at at about a ten percent increase to kind of take out the highs and lows of, of the clientele. So, but almost all of that increase is based on the change in the value of the crop. Okay, uh, so the discretionary parts, you know, as small as they may be, is there is there not a case to be made, Minister, that right now is not the time? We, we, we've talked so much about fertilizer, we've talked so much about energy. I mean, input costs right now for our producers, and you know this, higher than they've ever been before. Um, is tacking more on top of that to try and make up for shortfalls? Is this the time to do that? I mean, can there be a little more discretionary help for our producers in this budget? Well, and that's that's why I think it's important to come on here and clean the air, clear the air, Shay, because uh, there's there's nothing political about this formula. This formula is set; it's part of our uh, agreement with the feds in our in our S cap uh, agreement. It's the same as Saskatchewan's. It's actually uh, sound and and third party audited. It's it's non for profit. The cap factors in it take a long look over 25 years. They're not trying to get back uh, losses immediately. So I, I think it's, and it's 60% subsidized. The way, the way this works is it's 30, 36% comes in by, from the feds, 24% from the province, and 40% from the producer. There's really nothing political about this or discretion that can be given. I would say quite the opposite. I'd say there's so many things that are out of our farmers' control. When you look at things like the carbon tax that I would say are, are punitive to, to rural Canada and agriculture specifically, uh, that we don't have a way out of this as farmers unless unless our crops continue to raise raise value, and this is a great tool to to hedge our bets. In fact, as a as the ag minister, it's important to me. I, I want more people in this program because when you look at the ag recovery or disaster uh, bucket that we have uh, under our BRM suite. There's a caveat in there that you can you can only help out in a disaster for uninsurable circumstances. So if you're if you're a farmer in this in this province, this is this insurance covers about everything. You should take it because there won't be a disaster uh, recovery fund. The opposition critic, NDP, uh, Heather Sweet, saying, you know what, the farmers had no idea. They're blindsided by this. She's been hearing from producers for a week now that they didn't know this was coming, that this was happening. Although, uh, one of the uh, producers that Global News spoke with said, we shouldn't be too shocked by this either. So, in terms of notification and letting farmers know what's going on, was the ball dropped there, Minister? No, I don't think so, Shay. I think AFSC does a wonderful job as our delivery agent. I think farmers are just now... Uh, you know, coming in and, and talking about their coverage, seeing what the expected spring prices will be. Uh, but I think that's all business as usual. I think it's probably a better question. Should you be uh, spreading misinformation and causing concern with the farming community and making people uh, wonder if this is a political calculation, which it certainly isn't? I, I would like to just clarify this. There shouldn't be any uh, politicization to this formula. Uh, it's too important, frankly. So just so I'm 100% clear, this formula has been the formula that we've worked with around this for how long, and there's been no changes made by the UCP government to this formula? 
No, we we uh, no no changes to to uh, to this part of agri insurance. We we did make some changes to ag stability in our FTP meetings uh, last summer. We increased the uh, we we increased the uh, amount of ag stability from seventy percent to to eighty percent on compensation. But if you're going to make an adjustment to this, you have to do it in those negotiations with all the provinces and the feds. So this is the same, it's the same formula that frankly was under an NDP Ag Minister from 2015 to 2019. Okay, Minister Horner, I really appreciate you coming on and giving us some uh, information on exactly how the program works. Thanks so much. Shay, if I could just add one thing just for your listeners out there, uh, so they understand, this this program has paid out over $4 billion uh, in the last two years. So we were sitting at quite a high fund, but right now there's there's $300 million left in the fund. And that's why we're we're in this growth phase. But you know that's that's a good news story too. It went to went to people that needed it yeah, over yeah, a couple yeah. tough years. Yeah, that's what it's there for. Yeah, Minister, thanks again. Appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.